What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Stats Beast Podcast. Hope everybody's doing well. Got Stefan back. What's up, dude? Oh, you know, chilling and illing. Hell yeah. Ready for some playoff football we were, after watching some great football last week. So, we were so. th- we were talking it up about the Niners, and uh, I was like, hey, let's just hold it for the, uh, the, for the podcast. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, that was some great, great football all around on Sunday. I watched the... The Steelers game going to OT, then the Niners game going to OT, and then uh, topped it off with the Chargers and Raiders going into OT. <laughs> there was a lot of like teams playing like, like really playing hard. It was good to see that uh, everybody kind of waiting up until the last second. What I mean, last second, the last freaking uh, game of the season to really like, you know, well, try to get in the playoffs. Well, and I was happy to see that. I mean, there was, of course, some meaningless games the last few weeks of the season, but there all there was, you know, when there was sixteen weeks in the se- or you know, sixteen games in the season, and now with seventeen, I was worried that there'd be more meaningless games. But uh, we actually we got, we had some good football on the last week of the season, which was great. Yeah, it was it was really fun to watch. It was really fun. We got we got the playoffs going on, man. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. Good old fashioned cowboy rivalry. I hope we beat the crap out of them. <laughs> you were talking. We were talking about. I know. I know. It's been a long time since the Niners played the the Cowboys in, in the, the in the playoffs. In the playoffs, yeah. Game. Yeah. So, and it's in and it's in Dallas, which is. Uh, I know it's totally different than any other playoff uh, Niners Dallas playoff games that that's happened before, but it's still it's you know the history behind it. I think it's pretty cool. Oh yeah, I mean, and and you know, I well, shoot, I guess we're getting old enough that there's most pl- players, I guess, weren't alive to see see the the epic. Are you uh, sure about down- that? When was the last? Well, I mean, some of them were. Well, most of them were young as hell. If you think about it, it's it's twenty twenty two. Oh yeah, that's right. It, yeah, so, but I mean, that those were that used to be whoever won that game was going to win the Super Bowl because the AFC was was just getting dominated oh, so by the NFC right. every year. That was year. the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, that was the 90s. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> How depressing is that? <laughs> uh, so, hopefully we can reignite the rivalry. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe uh, uh, a Terrell... Owens uh, celebrating on the star type moment. <laughs> the Cowboys and a 49ers rivalry. The Cowboys lead the series 19-17 to 1. Uh, so they, they have a slight edge over us. Uh, in the postseason, the Cowboys have a 5-2 to two edge over the Niners. Most recent was January 15, 1995. When the wow. Dallas Cowboys lost twenty-eight to thirty-eight against the Forty ers Wow! Yeah, <laughs> I think that was like, that was like one of the great Forty er teams right there. Oh well, yeah, wow. easily one of the most talented. That was the year they got Dion. Let's uh, let's do a position uh, position by position breakdown. Uh, well, not really. We'll just kind of do it. But okay, who has edge in quarterback? That's a really bloated question. Let's do it. Let's compare positions. Let's say overall, like a quarterback who has the edge. On um, oh oh, you're talking Dallas, Dallas right Dallas. now. This gotcha. game coming up. Yeah, this. Oh game. yeah. Um. Boy, 
Boy, Jimmy's been playing really well, but uh, well, that thumb didn't seem to be affecting him too bad. And Dak Prescott started off hot, but he's been kind of mediocre lately. So I'm going to have to go with Jimmy's got the hot hand. Wow, okay. And by the way, I mean, that's not... And I'm going with hot hand, not necessarily body of work for the whole season. All right, let me me just go over some of the last... Let's do the last uh, three games for Dak, okay? Yeah. And then we'll do Jimmy's. Uh, all right. Washington, 71.8% completion percentage, 330 touchdowns, four touchdowns. Uh, Cardinals, 63.2% completion percentage, 226 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. By the way, no picks Washington. Against the Eagles, 77.8% completion percentage, yards, 295, five touchdowns, no picks. Well, clearly I haven't been paying attention. <laughs> Let me see. I don't think he, I, I, so, I, I didn't know I'd either. Like i just be fair with you. Dak. I did not I know. I'm going to give it to Dak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let's check out Jimmy's. All right. We'll do the last three, okay? He's actually has a, a really good percentage, like completion, percent, uh, completion percentage. Uh, against the Falcons, he was 78.3% completion. 235 and a touchdown, no picks. Titans, 74.3. 332, one touchdown, two picks. Rams, 71.9. 316, one touchdown, two picks. So um, he could get the ball down the field. I think Jimmy's problem is is turnovers and... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's He's not a bad quarterback. Uh, he could get a job like... If the Niners ditch him, you know, yeah, he'd get a job he, real a quick. T- yeah, no, he's a top 10 quarterback, top 12. Like, I mean, and when I say 10, he's probably number 10, you know. <laughs> but uh, so in the, you, look at his, yeah. you look at his stats this year, and he, he was one of the leaders in, you know, completion percentage, and, and, uh, and I think second only to uh, Joe Burrow in yards per attempt. So, I mean, that he kind of dispelled that whole. He did miss whole, some games. He did miss some games, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know. That, and that's always been the knock on him more than anything is the injuries, and you see it affects his play. As soon as he hurt his thumb, then he's been throwing picks again. Yeah, I just think so, yeah, his his interception to touchdown ratio is not great. It never has been. He's yeah. he he just inexplicably will make some weird ass read. He the one thing I think he struggles with the most is just like adjusting during the play. Like he he'll do his pre snap reads and stuff, but if. If a guy doesn't go where he read that he thought he was going to go, he still ends up throwing it inexplicably there. Like yeah. he doesn't know. He he just doesn't see defenders sometimes. The uh, let's see here. Let me see. How, I wonder how um, Ezekiel Elliott Elliott played this year. Oh, he was, he got a thousand yards and a, and ten touchdowns, so he did all right. Yeah, seven four point two yard average. I I. I I wonder what um hold on a second. I want to check out the Niners one. Just because I was going to say like uh you know compared to Elijah Mitchell who I think had a great is having a great freaking season himself. Too. Oh yeah, if he'd stayed healthy, he was way over a th- he would be way over 1000 yeah, yards he, as it was. He was like 40 yards short or something. Yeah, he was 40 yards short. He was 37 yards short. Um 4.7 yard average per carry. Ezekiel Elliott 4.2 yard per carry. He didn't get it in the end zone as much as as Ezekiel as he only got five and Ezekiel got ten t- uh, touchdowns. He has uh, nineteen receptions, 
for 137 got- yards, and um, Elliott had oh he this is the big thing on he had 47 catches, 287 yards. So, but uh, how many fumbles? Because that's the biggest thing about Mitchell is he never fumbled as a rookie, which is pretty impressive. Um, Ezekiel Elliott only had one fumble this year, and yeah, yeah Elijah Mitchell better. zero. Yeah, exactly. So that's it. he takes care of the ball. We got to like that. That's it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's huge for sure. And I and Debo obviously, I think he's one of the better rushers. But and, and um, Jeff is yeah. back, isn't he? Uh, yeah, Je- yeah. And, so. and and really, I mean, the Niners with with Shanahan's play calling, uh, Trent Williams playing absolutely out of his mind, use check and Kittle blocking. I think just the, the overall run game, even as strong as Dallas's O line is. I, I think you've got to like with Debo being able to run the ball and Mitchell. Uh, I think the Niners have the edge in that right that regard. Yeah, Debo Samuel, seventy-seven catches this year, fourteen hundred yards, six touchdowns. Number one on no number three on the team, and no, I'm sorry, number one on the team in catches. Number two, George Kettle, seventy-one catches for nine hundred ten yards. And then number three was Brandon Ayuk. Wow, surprisingly, because he started really, really slow. Eighty. He still had a uh, fifty-six catches, eight hundred twenty-six yards. Still not bad. No, he got he got it together. He started playing hard. I think you know I did when he was struggling. You would see it like where he wasn't running every route hard because like decoy routes and stuff. He was letting up, and it's like Shanahan just wasn't tolerating that kind of crap. So. I think when it comes, yeah, I think when it comes to receivers, though, at least statistically speaking, I think Cowboys statistically have a little bit more firepower, just a little bit more, with C.D. Lamb and uh, Dalton Schultz, Amari Cooper. Maybe yeah. actually, you know, I I'd say it's split. It, I'm gonna say it's nah. split just because uh, this is right because I think Brandon's like picking up the slack. Yeah, I don't know. I I think, I mean, the, the Niners probably. <laughs> I don't know. Debo Samuel is so damn explosive, and Kittle is. I think they have more big playability, but you still got to go with. I mean, CD Lamb and Amari Cooper are a real dangerous combo, especially to the Niners, yeah. because you know they're going to have to really rely on that pass rush. But uh, I, I think I got to give Dallas the edge. That's fair. That's fair. That I was looking at it first, and I was like, <laughs> you know, I'm being a little bit of a homer. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah. I have the tendency to do that clearly. <laughs> uh, pass rushers, actually, I'm going to give the edge to the Niners with Nick Bosa having an incredible year at 15 and a half sacks. Oh yeah, well, and Arden Key stepping up lately. Uh, I think what did he have like six and a half or something? Um, Eric Armstead uh, had six. Yeah, and arms and Armstead's just causing trouble. Like a lot of a lot of he causes sacks for other people a lot of times by uh, getting a big push and keeping the quarterback from being able to uh, go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, they had a, they had a decent pass rush. Uh, yeah, no, and their their O line or I mean their D line's been playing better and better as the season's gone on. They got they're healthy now, and uh, you know we've we've got Jones back and. They're looking pretty good. I think the one thing, and I don't know how good the – I'm going to be 100% honest. I do not know how good the Cowboys secondary is, but it's got to be better than the Niners. Actually, you know, I, I really want to look into the stats and see how much the Niners gave up, like, on pass – you know what I mean? On, like, passing defense. Like, how are they actually ranked in the Yeah, NFL. their team stats. Yeah. I haven't actually looked at that yet. Yeah. 
It's curious because a lot of people said, you know, we're a defensive. Hold on. Team ranking. Let's check it out. Because obviously a lot of people are like, oh, they just suck. Uh, yeah, well, I, oh. I don't know. You know, I think overall defensively, because they're a unit and the way they played, um, the secondary is not their biggest strength, but I think they, they're they not as bad as we thought they were. And the D-line's making them look good by getting pressure pretty yeah. consistently. Let me see. NFL defense. I'm just going to look at the overall defensive rankings for uh, this year. That way yeah. we get an idea. Just look at everybody. Here we go. All right. That's just there's a lot of the a lot of the shit. I actually want to look at stats. So a lot of the stats that are coming up are actual like oh opinion based. I don't give a shit. Let me know how many yards you got ran on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, this is yeah. De- okay, defense. Here we go. <laughs> People's power rankings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, number one rush defense in the NFL, the Ravens. Uh, wow! Yeah, Ravens, Titans. That did not three, help them. No, <laughs> Ravens three point eight, Titans three point nine, the Bucks four point three. Oh no! I, I'm sorry. Yeah, the rush yards. Where is the Niners at? Niners ranked one. Let me see. Two, three, four, five, six, seventh in run defense. Yeah, not that's bad. Pretty good. Yeah, yards per carry. This is the rushing. Let's check out receiving. All right, we're gonna do by total yards. You think that's a fair like metric? Yeah, I think so. All right, let's see here. Whoa, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They're seventh yeah. ranked defense in both rush and pass. Yeah, that's so they've been playing solid. I mean, yeah. they they got exposed early on in the year, and and I think. Uh, Ryan's has done a great job as a defensive coordinator, uh, kind of figuring it out. And if you've noticed, they've done a lot of really good second half adjustments over over the course of the season. Like he he's a legit defensive coordinator, you know. Yeah, especially after losing what's his name to the Jets, I was really uh, yeah, worried about Robert that. Taylor. But with that said, like he he stepped it up. I mean, seven and seven—that's pretty damn impressive. Yeah, exactly. And you you see it. Like, I mean, you see them making adjustments in the game because sometimes they'll get wet up early on and then, boom, clamp down and, you know, hang in there. I always love the end of the season. It's so easy to have a, have a content to talk about because everything's, like, played out. Yeah, exactly. It's finally not speculating. <laughs> what were the Cowboys' defense ranked? Uh, let's see. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. They're 16th in, in the rush rush defense, so they have a weakness in the rush defense. That's for sure. Yeah, relatively to the Niners for yeah. sure. And the Niners' are strength is the run. If they start establishing the run, it's over. And I think their pass defense is not great either. Let's see. I think it's somewhere around, I, I I think it's somewhere around the same ranking. Because of their personnel. I think they're. I think what. Yeah, I. I think the difference here with that is. Yeah, you like you said. I think the personnel is like, they have a lot bigger name. So, but on paper, this looks like a close game, dude. Oh yeah, well, I, hey, the the Cowboys are favored for a reason, but, uh, you know. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good game. I I actually like the Niners in it. Is like, but you know that could be just my homer thing coming through too. So who knows? I don't think it's a bad bet. Um, no, I, I I put my money where my mouth is, so we'll find I out. I know you do, <laughs> gambling man. 
<laughs> hey, well, that's why that's why the overtime games were so great because I, I parlayed the Niners and the Raiders. Actually, and, the uh, books have it. Uh, the books have. I know. Good job on that one, by the way. Before I jump into that. Yeah, they were both underdogs, but I don't know. Look at you, man! Professional. Yeah, if I could do that every week, I wouldn't have to work. <laughs> they have. Uh, <laughs> they have the game. The books have the games. Uh, I think talent speaking, a split. But of course, they give Dallas the three-point home advantage. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. I th- I think the Niners can legitimately get out on them, and I, I think if they limit turnover, I mean, of course, that sounds so cliched, though. But it's the truth. If you, if they just limit their turnovers, uh, you know, and do their ball control offense that they do, I and keep the Cowboys off the field, I yeah. think that's. Uh, their path to victory that always sounds like a cliche but it, it's because it works i mean turning the ball over is pretty much a death sentence in the playoffs yeah i got all the odds right here in front of me let you want to go over real quick sure so uh first game let's pick all right uh vegas versus cincinnati it's in cincinnati vegas is five and a half or six six and a half point dogs depending on where you're betting what is it over there didn't they open at like three and a half or something? Yeah, they're six and a half dogs, so a lot of money's been putting on the Bengals. And I think yeah. I could see why, because of course, with Joe Burrow and freaking Jamar, I think. That, yeah. And, and then the Raiders kind of being in like kind of disarray. I don't even know how they won that damn game with whatever. Yeah, they almost left the Chargers. The way they let the Chargers come back, and it was an exhausting emotional game for them. So. And and the fact that you know they play in a dome and they're going to go to Cincinnati where, uh, you know, I, I just I just think it's going to be a crazy playoff atmosphere in Cincinnati. They haven't had a playoff game in I don't even know how long, um, but you know I'm sure that those fans are going to be just rambunctious as hell. You know what's crazy is that when it was tied, you know, overtime and everything, you'd think that. One of the teams would be like, hey, you know, give the other one a head nod. Let's just go ahead and end this in a tie and we both get in the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> but you saw what what happened. It was almost like they called that timeout. It, it, it probably would have ended that way because everyone was exhausted. But then uh, Chargers called that timeout and doomed themselves. Yeah. Because so. <laughs> the, the way it was going, I was like, I'm going to push. There's yeah. no way at this point. And then, like. Then they called that timeout, and I was like, ooh, well, now those guys aren't all, you know, yeah. super exhausted. And then, uh, so who you got in this game? You got the Bengals? Oh, I'm going Bengals, yeah. You even at yeah. six and a half? Yeah. yeah. Me too. I well, think I'll six, take them. six and a half? It's up to six and a half? Yeah, it's Damn. up to six and a half. No, it opened at six and a half. Yeah. That's a, I like. It's down to five. Yeah, I, Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I down to five. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Good. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to definitely take him. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Next game up. We got, I, I'll take the Bengals, too. I like them at five. The Patriots versus the Bills in Buffalo. Yeah. It's at minus four right now. So it opened up at four and a half. Yeah, this one, this one I struggle with because I could easily see the Patriots going in. And, and winning, but I think uh, I think with Mac Jones being a rookie and the Bills being experienced in the playoffs and and being the home team, I think I got to lean towards them. So I think I take the Bills to cover that one. I'm going to take the Pats plus four on this one. I think they'll still yeah, they, lose though. Yeah, that, that's probably a pretty good bet. Yeah, I and, don't know. 
I well, I think, but I you're very have them very valid points on Buffalo. That's why it's called gambling, though. Yeah, well, and that one, I that one, I really struggle with. I I don't think I'm going to bet on it because I really don't have a strong enough feeling. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, if you're going to bet, I do money line Buffalo. Yeah, I if like you're going to bet it, I'm just saying. <laughs> if. All right, next up, we got Philadelphia, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is favored by eight and a half points against Philly at home. That's a lot of points. Yeah. For a playoff um, game. I, yeah, and I know that, uh, you know, Philadelphia's strength is the run game. Tampa Bay's strength is the run defense, besides Tom Brady, obviously, is yeah. also their big main strength. But um, I I still think the, the – I, I don't think they win, but I think the Eagles hang in there. I take, I take the, the points. I do too. I'm going to take the points for the Eagles. That's a lot of points. Yeah, especially in a playoff game. Next up, San Francisco, Dallas. It opened at three. It's still at three. Money's probably getting p- placed right down the middle in this game. Yep. How are, you, <laughs> how are you feeling on this one? Oh, I got the Niners. I took them on money line. So, I'll, so uh, I definitely take. I would them on the points. I, Yeah, I'll take Niners in the points in this one. All right, uh, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, huge point spread. Open at eleven and a half. It's up to twelve and a half points right now. Kansas City, yeah. obviously. Pittsburgh skated their way in to the playoffs. I think Ben <laughs> played his last bit of, like, whatever he had left in that, like, final uh, game of the yeah. season. I think he's, like, done. Well, I, I think the Steelers, I mean, they, yeah. I just don't see him. I don't know. What's the, what's the spread again? It is 12 and a half points. God, that's a lot. Yeah, they have a good defense, and but God, all he does is dink and dunk, and they have a good defense. I could see a scenario where they cover that spread. Yeah, definitely. So they're a hard, like they're a hard. I, I hate but, to say this, they're a hard nosed team, but they they go right. I, be you know they resemble their coach, which I it, love it, to death, man. I just love that guy. Yeah. And they do lead the league in sacks, and T.J. Watt's a huge, huge factor. Yeah. So if he really was was on Patrick Mahomes, I'm starting to talk myself into taking the points <laughs> on the Steelers on this one. Yeah, that's a lot of points. A lot of people yeah. are putting money on KC. Yeah, well, and, and with good reason. I can also see a scenario where they come out and just light them up and, and cover yeah, that but spread before the first in a quarter. Playoff game? Yeah. I, but, you know, like I said, I could see the scenario where they come out and for after the first quarter, you're already like, oh, they're down 21 points. What the hell? So, And then uh, next up, so you, you're, who are you going with? I'm, I'll take Steelers points. I will too. <laughs> like, probably going to get our asses out of there. But anyways, this one's a crazy one. They're gonna, these this teams are playing for the third time this season. Uh, just like actually New, Buffalo, New England, right? But uh, it's yep. Arizona – on the road against the Rams, and this brought up a statement that you had said, so far the worst home field advantage in all of football. Yes. Oh, no, I'm saying all of sports all of in sport. general. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. All, all of sports. Yes, yes. I got it. They have no – Los Angeles, true to its forms, has no loyalty to that. It, they, it, it's like the, it's, it's, it's the, the amnesia of what happened when the Rams left in the first place and the Raiders left. <laughs> I read the article, by the way, about the, the SoFi like, security was shocked of how many Niners fans there were. 
Well, that just goes to show, like, <laughs> I mean, you know. First that, of all, that's a pretty literally camp, right down the street. Happen. You know, right down the street if you're buying airplane tickets. Oh, yeah, it's right there. Yeah. Uh, and it's a beautiful stadium. I've seen it. it it's gorgeous. But, I mean, it, it's just funny because the Chargers also routinely have more Raider fans than Charger fans at their own games. I mean, it's embarrassing when the Rams have to use a silent count the whole second half. <laughs> like, that in your own stadium, that's just <laughs> sad, you know? <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. So, so uh, that being said, though, I think that I think the Rams are looking for a measure of revenge. Arizona skidded backwards into the playoffs, so I think I think I like the Rams on Man, this. What one. happened to Arizona? They were just crushing it. Yeah, well, they started off so hot, and then they went cold. And like, unlike like Cincinnati was kind of hot and cold here and there, but overall they were hot, you know. But yeah. But man, they were like the 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 Cardinals just folded again, and they've done this now three December's in a row. Yeah, yeah. I gosh, Something I'm gonna take air. Arizona. Yeah, I'm gonna take Arizona plus four though on this one. Is that yeah. ba- is that a bad pick? No, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 it is, definitely. <laughs> hey, we'll at least be able to easily track our playoff picks yeah, for the playoffs. for sure. So be, see who's actually better at this, because we still don't actually know. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's hard enough work to get both of us online, like on the phone to record a podcast to like keep track of all this shit. Yeah, well, this we can do in our head because we'll yeah. remember. Yeah. I'll totally remember that I. No, actually, I won't remember which picks <laughs> I did. All right, let's uh, let's finish it off. But let's let's talk about some. Um, actually, nine. Let's start with it. Let's do the Niners thing. Uh, what's the biggest surprise for you about the Niners? I think the biggest surprise this year was Elijah Mitchell. I mean, co- coming out from a sixth round pick and being the leading rusher on the team, uh, you know. That, that was a big surprise for for me. The biggest surprise was them pulling their shit together and actually making it into the playoffs. I, I could definitely go with that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, biggest disappointment. I'll lead with this one was the season. I know they still made the playoffs, but man, I was expecting a lot, lot more, and it was a tough season. It was up and down. They still <laughs> made the playoffs, and you know they were third Ten and seven. Yeah, you for know? sure. Like that. Thank God for the seventeenth, you know, <laughs> game in the season. Yeah. Now they're a ten game. 10 game you know uh winner it's just it was uh it was not what i expect i came in like way too high expectations i think and um it they played though they played decent and they made it into the playoffs so there you go it's all that matters yeah my biggest disappointment was like the letdown i had of how high my expectations was to be honest with you oh for sure and also um raheem getting injured was a huge disappointment for me yeah, no, uh, yeah, my first thought were that was in terms of disappointments were um, most are getting injured, especially that one, and then uh, D Ford never really recovering from his back thing, but that one wasn't as big a disappointment because you kind of knew that was a very real possibility before, you know, the season. Yeah. But I think my biggest disappointment was the production we got out of our second and third round picks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, geez, yeah, that was you, you know, I mean, not even dressing on game day. That's just, oh, uh, I know. that's disappointing. Yeah. 
I'll but that's I think one. we made up for it with our later round picks where we got a serviceable, you know, lineman and a running back. It yeah. just wasn't in the rounds that we thought we got that. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, wait, did we pick the guard from Notre Dame this year yeah. or was that last year? He didn't know that was this year. He, he just did, has not even been active or done anything. Man, it's you know I watched him and I, that was you know I know hindsight's twenty twenty, but he did look a little heavy on his feet. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I was always wondering about like everyone. That was what everyone was puzzled that they didn't seem to fit Shanahan's scheme, but he sees something in him. So who knows? You know, maybe he'll develop. Maybe he'll slim down and and uh, get it better shape and then you know yeah. be moving better so we'll see uh let's talk about actually you want to do the stat leaders or you want to talk about the the mvp yeah let's go let's do our picks for or let's do the stats first and then we'll talk about our picks because i'll put in better context for okay. mvp and sure yeah that works all right so leading the nfl in passing yards was tom brady 5100 uh, sorry 5316 Justin Herbert or Hey Bear, but whatever. It's a five thousand. All the announcers are saying Herbert. Yeah. So. Um, leading in touchdowns this year was Tom Brady, then Matt Stafford, Justin, Aaron Rodgers to thirty-seven. Uh, Tom Brady. So uh, Dak Prescott and Patrick Mahomes thirty-seven, 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 and then Tom Brady pretty much forty-three and Matthew with forty-one, and that that's on the quarterback side of it. Uh. Who do you think was the best quarterback this year? Man, there was some great quarterback play going on, but uh, I think I got it. I know, I know, he, the numbers weren't as gaudy as some of the other quarterbacks, but I, I still got to go with Aaron Rodgers because of the touchdown to interception ratio. It was absurd. It's so, yeah, it's absurd. I mean, he he, he takes care of the ball, and so I, I think I've got I personally got to go with Rodgers. You know, what's another one is that Kirk Cousins gets shit on a lot, but the dude threw thirty three touchdowns and only seven picks. Yeah, that exactly. is impressive. But, well, no, but that's the I always call it the Tony Romo effect, and what like fan bases seem to hate decent quarterbacks more than they hate shitty quarterbacks. They're, they they want know? to <laughs> run him out of town. They want yeah, to run Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins out of town. 4,221 yards passes, 7.5 average, um, 33 touchdowns and seven picks. You guys crazy? Yeah. Who do you think you're going to replace him with? Well, and that's always the thing. That's what I mean. Like when fan bases do that, it's like not every team needs a 50-touchdown quarterback. It would be nice, but, you know, you can win a, you can win a lot of games with a, a guy like that. By the way, talking about passing stats, Mac Jones and Kyle Murray, Kyler Murray, excuse me, pretty damn similar. Mac Jones, 22 touchdowns, 13 picks. Kyler Murray, 24 touchdowns, 10 picks. I mean, they're not that far apart. And, and Big Ben, 22 touchdowns, 10 picks. They're all, like, right in that area. Matt yeah, Ryan, and, Jim, and Jimmy was right there with them. In, in that oh, yeah, 20 touchdowns, here. 12 picks, yeah. Yeah, exactly. In terms of that kind of range or whatever, Jimmy. What impressed me about Jimmy though is accuracy. His his accuracy was one of the best, and his yards per average, or you know, yards per attempt were like second in the league. Which I know that Debo and, and George Kittle get a lot of yards after the catch, and all they're doing 
receivers do, but you can't knock like the system and, you know, (laughs) I'm going to go with uh, Tom Brady for the best quarterback uh, this year, but you know, whatever. I think, I I think he would be my second pick. I don't know. He he might be first. I don't know. That's where I keep going back and forth with MVP between the two of them. But I think like, Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go oh, ahead. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, like with the MVP though. I think I, what I think of is which team would lose more games if you took them away. And I think with the Packers without Aaron Rodgers are just garbage. Oh, they would versus they would be they would both be garbage. Yeah, well, Tampa Bay they have talent, pretty- but they that coach that coach is a moron. And like, who's gonna be the corner? It would be a mess, dude. <laughs> Well, like Jameis Winston did throw thirty. Yeah, like like go ahead and put anybody else. Yeah. Like that's gonna be a nightmare. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know what? I think you talked me into it. I, <laughs> I think that I do have to go with Tom Brady because his stats are amazing, and he's he's like fifty years old and still leading the league. So. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like people stopped shitting him. They just gave up. Yeah, well, and it's just that I have that, uh, you know, knee-jerk reaction and not want to give him another award. But <laughs> when it comes down to it, I, I just talk myself into it. He's MVP of the league. <laughs> Let's go to uh, the best running back. And this is a pretty clear, like, who won this one. And that's Jonathan Taylor. He had 1,811 yards. He had, like, over 500 yards more than Nick Chubb, the next guy behind him. 18 rushing touchdowns. It wasn't even close. Like Jonathan oh, yeah. Taylor just crushed it this year. Uh, let's go on to the receiving uh, receivers. My damn thing. Was the ones Although I would point out Derrick Henry if he'd stayed uh, healthy. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, and I think the same way with, uh, by the way, the receivers is I think Cooper. Cooper is pretty, like, pretty much like <laughs> head and shoulders above the rest of them this year. Oh yeah, it's not a question. He's easily offensive player of the year. Yeah, like you know, that that that's an easy one. I think though, if if uh, Henry had been healthy, I think you could argue an MVP for him, especially watching the Titans play without him. Yeah, oh yeah, I I agree with you. Um, let's go on to let's go on to sacks, and this one's not this one. Robert Quinn, who is a, a beast was still four sacks behind this guy, and that was T.J. Watt. 22.5 sacks this year. Uh, he tied Strahan's sack record, but obviously he played, what, did he? I think he missed some games. I don't like, I guess it, it, at this point, it's just the, the record is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. And, and the thing is, too, like, I don't know. He didn't, he actually didn't play in as many games, but also he had an extra week to recover from an injury and come back. So I don't know how you parse that together. So I think, like you said, you just got to go the record's the record now and move on. You know what came up like, oh, I didn't think was going to have this big of a year, especially coming off, coming after a terrible injury, and that's Nick Bosa. He was fourth in the league with 15.5 sacks. That's damn impressive. Yeah, no, he picked up right where he left off. I mean, it, but even better. I mean, he came back looking amazing. So he's been consistent too. Played in every game this year. Uh, you know, got a sack in damn near every game. <laughs> yeah. So let's go here. Uh, MVP. Who's your defensive player of the year? 
Oh, it's got to be Watt. I, I agree mean, on that's, that one. That's easy. Um, rookie of the year, AFC. Oh, AFC, you got to go with Chase. I mean, come yeah. on. Jamar Chase, I'm going to agree with that one. What about NFC? I, once again, these ones are kind of easy. Micah Parsons is yeah. just uh, you know, coming out of nowhere. Yeah, it's like I think these are some of the most <laughs> obvious awards ever this year. I mean, Cooper Cup's obvious for offensive player. Uh, it looks yeah, like it know. looks like uh, people are voting for when it comes to MVP. It looks like uh, freaking Rogers is, is, is looks like he's going to win it though. Yeah, he, I could see that. Obviously, I was making that argument. So yeah. I mean, that that's not a big shock. But yeah. I think all all the other ones are a little bit less close. I'd say. Yep. All right, dude. You got anything else? That pretty much wraps uh, up everything. You want to talk about basketball yeah. or anything like that? <laughs> Have you seen Clay to, come back and play? Have I seen what Clay Thompson? Clay? I haven't seen him play yet, oh, okay. uh, but I, I know that the Warriors have been killing it. Yeah, I usually wait till the till Playoffs. after the Super Bowl to start watching Playoffs. basketball. All right. You're gonna have to watch basketball because we have to have something to talk about. All right. I know I'm a fair weather basketball fan, so I try to wait till the games count. To me, it's hard to get. It, I used to get excited at game one, but now it's like, eh. <laughs> you know why? It's because you're a Kings fan. Yeah, that's exactly why. It is. They're no. They haven't been fun to watch in like twenty years. I was driving uh, to work this morning, and I was sitting in the car, and I was like, "I'm gonna do a podcast right now," and I'm gonna say I am officially disowning the Kings. I am not a fan anymore. <laughs> I really, I hate to. I really want to be a wet Warriors fan. You know, like <laughs> Stephen Curry and I both have the same name. Like. Really, really want to jump on a bandwagon, but I've never switched teams on anything. Yeah, you know? yeah. I've been gutting out being an A's fan my entire life, and yeah, well, we won the World Series, but but uh, every clinching game in my lifetime, we've lost. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> every do or die, every game five, every game seven, just no. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, well, thanks for calling, in, buddy. Yep. Talk. Right. Take care. All right, everybody, thanks for listening to Sathby's podcast. Take care. Talk to you later.